Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. And welcome to episode 108 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with three-fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What is going on, everyone? And Rich, how's it going? What's good? And today we are joined by Greg, but you probably know him better as Lace Differently on Instagram. Greg has like huge collection. I love all the stuff you do with Mr. Miller with your lives. If, if the shoe fits, I believe is the one you and Miller do, right? Yes, correct. Yep. I know there's a couple going around that, <laughs> that Miller's a part of, so <laughs> make sure I got the right one there. I know all the features you do on your page is always sick stuff going on there. Whenever I go through the hashtags weekly to do the uh, the weekly features, I'm like, oh, that's a dope shot. Oh, that's from Greg's page. Oh, that's from Greg's page. So, <laughs> Greg, welcome to the pod. Appreciate you jumping on. Thank you. Thank sure. you guys for having me. Yeah, man. We've, I know you've been busy moving, so we are, we're happy to finally get you on. Oh, absolutely. And I appreciate you guys working with me on that. No worries, man. Happy to have you on. We're hoping to have Kali and Juan maybe jump on at some point in the episode, but if not, it'll just be us today. So we're going to start off with our weekly wares and pickups. So Kev, why don't you begin? Sure. Okay. So for the weekly wares, I rock SB Dunk Low Black Pigeons. I also rock the uh, Air Max One, that reptile pair. We had some rain, so you know I always throw those, throw those on. Tom Sachs General Purpose Shoe, rock those in that in the yellow colorway. Also rocked the uh, Air Max One Atmos Safari pair. I rocked the Dunk High Varsity Maze, or, you know, I just call them the Wu-Tang Dunk Highs. And then Air Max One Pata Monarchs. I rocked those. SC Trainer 2s, the Megatron pair. So I know Miller always does a Trainer Tuesday thing, so I kind of was inspired a little bit by that. I, I didn't post a picture and send it to him, but I did rock the trainers on a Tuesday for Miller. Then lastly, sorry, today I rocked Supreme Blazer, the denim pair. So that was my weekly wares in terms of pickups. So my pickups actually aren't uh, aren't for me. They're all assists again, but shout outs to the homies at Omnis. As usual, they're always, uh, they're always throwing up some steals, but I forgot about this one. Actually, I picked this up a couple of weeks ago. So this is for the homie, uh, Bryhide Noble. Omnis had a pair of these Solomons. Um, nice. Super steel yep. price. I think it was like 120 Canadian. And I think they retail for maybe like more than double that. I have to admit, I'm not a big Solomon guy. If Kali was here, maybe he would have known, or maybe Greg might know. I have no idea what this model is called, but uh, it's uh, super dope. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling the Solomons actually, like ever since Colin showed us one of his pickups, I've been noticing them a lot more and you know, I've seen people rock them. Uh, shout outs to May. She was rocking a pair of Solomons recently and uh, I believe it was May. JM Janner. But yeah, no, I'm just starting to re, uh, notice them a lot more recently and pick these up for the homie Brihai Noble. So that's an assist for him. And then another assist again from the homies at Omnis. They posted a pair of the Onyx foam runners. So shout out to Omnis, uh, another steel price on those. Pick those up for the homie Mikel Williams. So AKA Mikel Vision Barbering. He's a uh, local barber here that everybody goes to here in Hamilton but I know he's been looking for those for a while so I was able to grab those for him but other than that those were the only pickups that I had so they were just assists for the homies but shout out to Omnis for always putting up those steals 
Solomons are dope. Yeah. Like a, they're more like they're like a hiking shoe. I have no idea what they're called either, but they're. Yeah. Like on the side, it says S dash lab XT six. That could possibly be the model name. Again, I'm not too <laughs> familiar with Solomons except for what they look like. <laughs> we like those guys that, you know, when they see a pair of Nikes, they're like, Oh, you know, the Nike airs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're basically those guys right now. Trying to describe yeah, yeah, a Solomon yeah. Shoe. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of us, you know, trying to learn too. like, everyone's got to learn, yeah. you know, somewhere too. And like, there's lots of models. Uh, you know, we, we, we're, we're, heavy, we're Nike heavy on this pod. There's no beating around the bush on that. Like, you know, even, you know, I think last week we were talking about new balances and not a lot of people know, you know, the numbers and they can get confused. Right. Like, so, you know, I'm learning a lot from the homies as well when they're picking up new balances. Like there's some models that, you know, I see all the models, but I don't know what the names are, the colorways or any of that stuff. So, you know, there's a lot of times we're learning about stuff too here. Nice. That's a good pickup. I know Brian was saying, I remember him saying something recently about Solomon. So happy you were able to scoop that from Omnis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He literally like messaged the group chat and was like, yo, I need one of you Hamilton guys to, to pop out to Omnis to grab these for me. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm working from home today. I can go swing by. And yeah, it's always nice to see the guys there, but no, super clean pair. They pretty much look like they have never been worn. So he got a crazy deal, like maybe 60% off retail price on those. Can't go wrong. Yeah, man. Nice. Good week, Kev. Thank Greg, you. what about you? I'm actually glad I got it on a good week because normally it's probably just the door pairs and the work shoes. So this week started off with the Fear of God, Mikey Wong, Triple Blacks. We talked about them last week on our show and I was like, yo, I have not been able to wear these in about a year and a half living in the South. So got those back out. And then uh, I wore my LeBron 15 orange boxes to the Bandits game, which is like indoor lacrosse league. I know you Toronto team. There's a team out in Toronto. Yes, there is. Yeah, we have Toronto Rock. Yeah. Ironically yeah. enough, Greg, a buddy of mine plays on the Toronto Rock. Really? Yes. Okay, so I've had like season tickets. That's like my guilty pleasure out here in Buffalo of like okay, season nice. tickets for like 10, 15 years. So nice. Yeah, yeah, but got to wear those out to the first game of the season, and then I wore my bread toe costumes. I got the swoosh flipped on them, like the Travis Scott. Yeah, I've seen that. So I actually got them right here for you, so you guys can see too. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh shit! It was that, and then my winged twos have kind of become my door pair because my Jordan Taxi Twelves really just. Needed a deep clean. They uh, <laughs> they are normally the ones for everything, but it was kind of that time of the year to clean up the laces and everything. So that was it for me. Nice. Any pickups? Pickups have been actually pretty crazy right now. I'm going to give you just a couple. <laughs> I, thought he, I thought he was going to say pretty slow. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's actually pretty crazy, so I can't even name them all. <laughs> I needed to get back to work for a reason because pickups have been nonstop. <laughs> but going back to like from the Lost and Founds weekend, hit those, hit nice. Cherry 11s on the shock drop. Nice. Ooh, nice. nice. I got the Supreme Blazers, the black ones. Those oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, and that's um, my girlfriend. That's the only thing I can get her to wear sneaker-wise. That's, like, worth talking about. So <laughs> I got her those the release day, and then I had to kind of wind back and get them for myself. So we had the match from Paris. And then I got the Home Alone second ones that just came out with uh, the Pigeon Lady. 
the Adidas and ones. Then, yeah. Adidas, Adidas yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got the Soulfly 13s. Oh, nice. And I got the Air Force One, the experimental uh, USPS. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's just kind of one I've been wanting. And shout out to you guys for putting me back on eBay. But eBay has gotten a lot more of my business this year. <laughs> and uh, that was my most recent cop from them. But nice. I fell for that trap of not reading the description. Didn't realize, like, the top of the box was ripped off. So... That was kind of the surprise, but oh, still, yeah, yeah. pairs in great condition. Just got to figure out box situation for it. Yeah, that sure. box top is a is a sneaky one. I've been caught on that. Oh, a few and times, it was so. like everything's perfect, everything's fine, and then it was like the last sentence, the last three words are like, yeah. "No box lid." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. you really have to look stuff. for that sometimes because yeah. they really get you with that." Where it's like 100% DS, new in box, yeah. and at the very bottom, it's like no box top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You read it. You read the top line. And you're like, "Oh, cool, dope. This is great." And then they come in. and You're like, "Was there not supposed to be a box top with this?" And then you're <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, it said there. It, it did say yeah. that. And yeah. they have to put it. Otherwise, it will fail, right? Yeah, yeah it will fail. And then you know what? Like, if that's your short list for pickups, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious was, yeah, now. Yeah. if that was there's, the short list i'm curious to know what the long list is but there, there's a couple more in there that <laughs> are on the way yeah okay okay fair enough <laughs> we'll save that for another episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> good week and good pickups though not gonna lie yes. <laughs> very good week i guess i'll go next air jordan 3 infrared 23s uh it's, it's getting getting cold again so i got that beater pair greg you talked about those taxi 12s yeah that's the, the yep. red 23 threes are mine air jordan 11 bread nice still uncomfortable as all hell i wore those they're, to walk around they're fucking uncomfortable man ah, man it's funny everyone has that one jordan that's really comfortable for them and i've heard people say like Evans are so comfortable and i'm no like way. how no how is that like a comfortable shoe for you like they're, they're stiff as fuck the IEs are good. I find those are, are comfortable. Because they're probably a little bit softer on the side. Yeah, right? but the the pad is No, it doesn't move. Like, it doesn't break Not at it. all. Not it. Yeah, so I busted those out. They're good winter shoes, so I busted those out. It was raining, so I figured that would work. Air Jordan 1 Shadows. Dang. Yeah, I saw, I saw you post that pic. Yeah, I had to dust off the fairy dust off them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love those pairs, but every time you take them out, you're like, oh, this is shinier than the last time I wore yes. it. <laughs> I don't get that because I don't keep it in the box. It's fair. Uh, it's the paper. It's the reaction. Is I think it the paper? The re- I think it's the paper is what it is. Yeah, there's so many theories behind that. But like, yeah, because I because I have all of mine on the shelf and I never put mm-hmm. them in boxes. I, I don't I don't get that fairy dust. But uh, yeah, I know it's a thing for sure. It's- I like it once you've like cleaned it off a little bit because it like the shoe kind of sparkles like not not anything crazy but it like it shines nicely like if the light hits it nicely there's like a little like sparkle. yeah there's like a little shimmer or whatever right yeah like it's kind of like, it's kind of cool like, twi- like twilight yeah like a little <laughs> twinkle yeah a little twinkle right but not like glittery anymore not glittery more like a yeah shimmer. yeah I usually just get like a like a I get a paper towel and I just get hot water on it and then I just yeah. kind of like wipe off and it's usually good right you're not gonna get all of it but like it great way to legit check it yeah yeah <laughs> the, the that is a really dust. good way yeah it's a great way to legit check that shit yo there's no <laughs> glitter like bro these things are fake yeah it's like those 2011 concords right if they're not yellowing around the pods on the bottom it, there it ain't it, it, ain't it. <laughs> we actually had greg one time at sneaker con i think i can't remember who it was someone brought us to that shoe and it was fake and that 
everyone and i'm not a very good fake checker like you don't want me checking shoes but he brought me that shoe and i'm like they're not yelling around the pods it's fake if i know it's fake it's fake (laughs) (laughs) that's what people will clean that too and i'm like that's and that that's like the fear of if you can get that icy again i wouldn't even want to because people are going to look at that right away around that box yeah. Fake. Oh, yeah. Hell, hell yeah. Remember the carpet That's, we had, dudes? Yeah. We had, we had a group and all of us, like when it drops, and we had some people who wore them, some people, they were DS. Yeah. And for the guys where it was DS, it's still yellow, the middle of the pods and shit. So, and I, yeah. yeah. Crazy. I think, I think at that point I hadn't worn mine, but there was a couple of guys in that group that had, and it was like, like, no, look, this has been in the box for four months, like four or five months. Like it's yellowing around the same spot. Right. So, yeah. I feel like that was that pair too that, uh, that kind of sparked the whole blue tinted soul. Like, it was, you know, yeah. they started yeah. they started doing all yeah. the the clear souls with a tint of blue, so they can like delay. I that. fucking I fucking hated it. I preferred the milky. The, yeah, the milky. yeah, yeah. Of course, so I didn't like that blue shit. Yeah, when it gets dirty, it looks almost yellow. It so you still get the same. Like effect. Yeah, you look. Get, you almost get the same effect regardless. So it's kind of. Yeah. Anyways, also wore my Air Jordan 8 Aquas. I was thinking of you, Kev, when I pulled those out. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely wasn't a pair that I was a fan of. So, but um, no, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you rocked them because I know you like them. Yeah. Hadn't worn them in a while. So I figured I'd get some wear in them. Air Jordan 1 low shattered backboards is what I wore yesterday. Nice. Yeah. So. Such, such, I love that colorway. It looks so nice. And Air Jordan 1 Atmos is what I wore today. So, Pickups. I'm staggering. I'm pulling a rich here. So I'll have pickups going right into the new year here. <laughs> okay. So I'll do one today. I'll do the other two next week. Uh, we have a story on one of them, but I, I want to wait till Juan's on the call for it to go through that one. So for my girl, I picked up the Air Jordan 11 Aerises. Yeah, Aeris. yeah. 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 I remember those. Those are the outlets. I remember. Don't yeah. remind me, Rich. <laughs> So I'm assuming that you paid some money for them then. <laughs> no, no. I didn't pay a lot of money for them, but I didn't pay as little as they were in the outlets. So let's just put it that way. <laughs> so I found another eBay steal. DS. Nice. nice. No box. Only real flaw is right in the toe here. You can probably kind of see like it's yeah, a little pressed in down. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. if you put like before the call, I was kind of like, if you put like a shoe tree in there, it looks like it should. And even if your foot's in there, it should yeah, kind of be itself out. Once she rocks them, they're, they're good. Yeah, I think I got these for under two hundred bucks Canadian. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, so like, I mean, this is this not, is not outlet price, but not bad. Again, not that outlet price, <laughs> but not too bad. Well, she, well, because originally when I was looking, they were like three fifty, four hundred bucks. And I was like, what? yeah, they were they were up there. Like they were so. There's some used pairs that are a little bit cheaper, but for like DS pairs, yeah, you're looking at least three hundred, maybe more. Fuck that. Yeah. Mm. So I stayed patient with this one, with this one. Fun fact: I I own those as well. I got those on. Oh. I got those on on sneakers when they dropped. So oh. uh, that was like a you know when was that? When did those release? Man, that was a long time ago. Years ago, yeah, like 20, four, five years ago. Sixteen. I want to say five years ago. Yeah, maybe. something like that. Yeah, feels about right. I'm trying to think. Good pair though, great quality. I, I did like them in hand, but then you know I never wore them, and then I ended up selling them. But. Uh, you know, I just like the Stingray material on it. Yeah, the gold hits on it. The, you know, what really sold me was that uh, was that smoky soul, man. Yeah. I wish that was on all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that smoky soul, man. yeah. Well, I'd seen some pairs around this price and that like the bottoms were real dirty. So 
yeah but like other than that like they're in really good shape like it, it looks a little loosened up here i just loosened it up just kind of try and like, see if i could fix up the toe box but yeah like they're in really good quality and she loves this like sparkly stuff on the side so of course so, of course. so <laughs> trev's trev's wiping off the sparkly stuff she wants it on her. <laughs> she wants more of it on <laughs> like <laughs> leave it up and with it too. yeah <laughs> i'll tell you what i'll give you the paper to my ones and then everything, yeah. <laughs> everything can be sparkly yeah <laughs> That's my pickup this week. So yeah, good eBay steal. I'm trying to think if I got it when there was a discount on. I don't think so. Maybe the Black Friday. The black there was a Black no, Friday. No, I think it was like fifty percent. Like I think. I think like, I. I think my elevens from no. Or was this the fifteen percent off? Maybe this was the no. The fifteen percent off is next week. That we'll we'll discuss. Right. There's a discussion around the fifteen percent off next week <laughs> okay. that, I, that I do want to get into, but. Yeah, uh, I, I, you know what? I think I bought these like a week before that promotion, if I remember correctly, which was like, ah, oh, damn it, <laughs> should have waited. But yeah, that's the pickup for this week. So, oh, nice, good week, nice little eBay find there. Yeah, the rotation was was heavy too. I like that. Thank you, and Rich for wares. To be quite honest, man, like we spoke before we started recording, we also found ones. The bread ones from the DMP pack. That's another, like, I've been, it's crazy. I've been wearing a lot of ones. And then the Amon Mayer ones, wore those yesterday, wore the bread ones today. And then on Monday was the Lost and Founds, as well as the weekend. And then Panda Dunks, which is, that's my at the door pair is the Pandas. So that's pretty much it for where's, oh, and then the Unions, the Union Forest, the mm-hmm. Guava pair. That's another one too. Um, Heavy rotation. That. Yeah. Yeah. Been wearing that one a lot, man. In terms of pickups, like Trev, I hit Kev up, so I I don't need to show them, but I ended up grabbing a pair of the Lost and Found Ones in a GS size. So shout out to the homie um, Jay from Tom. I guess he grabbed a pair from Champs. So I went the next day. I was out next day. I was doing some shopping or whatever. So oh, let me pop into Champs and see if they got anything. Sure enough, they had a four and a half and a four. Why? So I hit up Kevin. I was like, yo, like, should, should I cop these? And he's like, you know what? Go grab them. He's like, yo, if they let you get two, just buy both of them. <laughs> I'll <Yeah>. take one. <laughs> so I leave the store. I called you after I left the store, right? Because I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, if it's not my size or a size, you know, like for the wife, I'm like, I'm not going to pick them up. And then when I called you, I was like, you know what? Fuck, maybe I should. And I go back in the store and sure enough, I see a dude. He has a pair of scan. He's on his phone. So we already know what he's doing. Looking up the prices. I just said to the employee, I'm like, yo, let me get that four and a half before a dude even tried to snag him. I'm like, we're not wasting no time. So I ended up getting those in hopes of trying to trade up a size for her. I ended up moving them actually. So the funds that I got from that, I'm going to, because she wants the Air Max 90 Bacons. Mm. So I actually found a pair on eBay. Um, Oh, nice. That's going to be her Christmas gift. So my wife is not a sneakers person. She's like heels type of lady. So if there's a pair like she likes, I kind of make it my my mission to try to get it because it's very rare. Yeah, the Air Max 90 Bacons, which is crazy. I've found that it is really hard to find the smaller sizes. They are super hard to find, man. It's like a fucking unicorn, man. Like, I found one brand new. She's a six, a 6Y, six so she got a small foot. So 
it's been super hard, man. I've been searching like high and low. And every time I wear them, she's like, you know, I want them. And I'm like, I can't fucking find them. And she, of course, you don't believe me. I'm like, no, I'm legit like looking like I want to buy you these. Like, <laughs> you understand. And you look bad because yeah, you're bringing shoes home like all the time. All the time. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, okay, you're looking for me, right? Okay, yeah, sure. All the time, man. It's funny because when I wore the, the AMM ones, we had went out on the weekend to do some uh, some Christmas shopping. And I was, she's like, I like those. She's like, when did you get those? And I hate that question. Because then I got to start, I got to be very careful about my answer. So I'm like, I got to like couple in the summertime, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I really like those. And she's like, you still haven't bought me my Air Maxes, but you got fucking new pairs all the time. And I'm just like, look, I'm looking for them. I can't find them. <laughs> but she doesn't believe me. Of yeah. course. So in your defense though, Rich, we were trying to look for a pair of Air Max 90 Bacons for one of our grocery store flex contest winners. And uh, I believe we were looking for a size nine and a half. I can't remember exactly, maybe nine, nine and a half, something like that. And I literally asked everybody I knew, looked at every store outside of any astronomical prices or whatever like that, like just reasonable prices. There was nothing, which is crazy. And then even yeah. it's even worse for like smaller sizes, which is, yeah, and, and it's crazy to think because when those dropped, they were everywhere. Like you can, like there were so many pairs, right? So it's kind of hard to believe that, you know, even what was it like a couple of years after the, the release? Now you can't find any of them anywhere. Can't find them, man. Like yep. it's it's wild, man. And then even her parents, like it's gonna be over two hundred bucks. I think it's gonna be like two fifty, like yeah. for them. So it's just it's crazy. People but, are um, hoarding those, man. I'm telling you. No, they are. Hoarding. That's what I feel like they're doing. I feel like they're hoarding them because I don't see. And like I said, the small size that I've been looking, and she told me about a year ago. Like actually, when a little after I got my pair. And I wore them. She's like, well, I like those. And I've been look, trying to find her pair ever since. Yeah. And I think eBay had two size sixes. So I'm going to end up grabbing that um, for her. But yeah, pleasant surprise. Like, I was pretty surprised walking into Champs. They were still there. But mm -hmm. the other dude snagged the four. So that four wide. So those are gone. But yeah, Lost and Founds, that was my my pickup. So Nice. How was the quality of the GS? Good. They're like regular sizes, man. No difference. It's just a smaller version. That's it. Yeah, I actually even the PS ones like, too. Home, like to see just the yeah, man. Like they did a really good job on them. I will say that a really good job. You got the paper. You got everything. Same thing like with the big one, like the the men's sizes. Yeah, the receipts in there. Cool. Everything. Yeah. But yeah, that was my week then. So going strong. We got how many episodes? I think we got one more episode before the end of the year. So one more. I, th I think I am. Yeah, I'm what pick up every for the entire year. Looks like. Possible, yeah. <laughs> Basically, every episode you've been on, you've had something to talk about, but you're staggering things. So, like, I would say every ep like 52 pickups this year. Not that they're all still around, but you know, no, no. 52 in the year seems seems right. Yeah, nice. Oh, good week, good week. Yes. Well, okay, so I guess we can get into it then. Uh, obviously, as you guys may have noticed already, special special guest with us today, Greg, aka Lace Differently. But yeah, we'll get right into it. And, you know, we always like to ask, you know, where your sneaker journey began. So tell us a little bit about what are some of your favorite brands, models, and colorways that got you into sneakers. All right, cool. So yeah, so my sneaker journey really began for me in like middle school. And that was really when like the AIs were really starting to gain traction. The, the questions? Yeah, like the question like fives are really like the ones that was the first one that I went for. Mm -hmm. And okay. um. 
back at that time, it was like obviously through my parents, and my parents refused to buy me any sneakers costing that money. So it was yeah. like that headache of like trying to get a pair and growing up at the size 14 foot, I was skipping sizes. Like, what you, you were size I mean? 14 like, in middle school? Well, no, no, no. I'm saying like, <laughs> oh, like through life, like okay. I was growing up, like. <laughs> You know, like I skipped size eight. I think I skipped size 12. Like it was I just okay. like you went through, but it, it was actually funny because my foot was growing, but like I wasn't for a while. So it looked like I had a 14 at one point in middle school. <laughs> like I think I had like second shortest kid in the grade at that time. Okay. And like, I was made fun of constantly for being short. My foot was like growing. I was like, well, hopefully this balances out. I was yeah. just like a walking L for a while. <laughs> It was like foreshadowing for sneakers. Right. Man, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like my parents really wouldn't buy me like the high end sneakers. So I, it was really like skateboarding sneakers for me, like growing up. And I guess really what put me on to where I started buying Jordans and everything was like, you know, like I, I would buy like audios sneakers and they would release like two or three colors of like the same kind of silhouette with it mm -hmm. and i guess that's really, really what started the spark and then not being able to get the Allen iversons i was like one day i'm gonna get these and sure enough eventually it was like when they re-released that legacy pack i had to go back and get that because i was of course. like this is kind of what started it for me so sure. that was really my journey it was kind of through middle school it was like skateboarding and high school really and then going to college is really when I saw people start wearing like Jordans, like in my school, like it really was just like, it was like shocks back in the day. It was the farthest. I feel like people went into like right. basketball sneakers. So actually getting to meet people at like collected Jordans in college, I got to kind of get introduced to that life. But, you know, it was like struggling to feed myself at that point. It wasn't like I was able to go <laughs> buy something. So after college is really when I first started collecting, when I got, my first real job, which would have been like 2012. So I was paying attention probably like 2010, but mm -hmm. uh, wasn't able to start copping actual pairs until 2012. Right. No, that's but, dope. But I feel like a lot of people have similar stories about like, yep. you know, begging your parents for the pairs. And obviously, you notice Iversons too, and you never really got a pair, but you know, everyone always wants to double back, right? Like always go back and get those pairs mainly for like nostalgic purposes, of course, because, you know, you've got your own money now and you're like, you don't need to ask your parents, but you know, that was a pair that really caught your eye. And even to this day, you know, when you look back at those pairs, it's still something that you really, really love. So, you know, I like when people go back because we definitely do that all the time. Like, you know, a lot of the pairs that we grew up loving, or, you know, maybe it was our first pair that we ever got. You always have to, you know, find your way back to that pair eventually too. So that's super dope. But, you know, you mentioned to us that you grew up in Buffalo, right? Then you spent some time in um, Charleston. Uh, you're back in Buffalo now. But what was it like growing up in terms of sneakers in Buffalo? Like you said, you know, you saw some people rocking like shocks and things like that. But like, was there like a sneaker culture when you were younger? You know, were people, you know, into Iversons like you were? Like, what was it like when you were growing up in terms of sneakers? Like, was there like a, a did you guys have a group of friends that was into sneakers or really before high school? I really didn't know anybody that collected. Like we didn't even have like the one weird kid that like collected that nobody else knew type <laughs> of deal. Like, yeah, like I said, it was like the shocks. It was like K-Swiss. I mean, like Tim's like, you know, it's like mm -hmm. Tim's are like six months of the year here. So right, right. It, it really wasn't anything too crazy, at least in my school. Like 
I, I was thinking about it before and looking back, I really don't know besides like kids that played basketball, like they would play in theirs, but like, it really wasn't anything like really off the court. Nobody was really collecting or anything like that. So there wasn't anything like, was it, um, you know, you, you guys weren't getting releases, uh, you know, back then was it something? Cause I know, when I was younger, we would go to Buffalo and we would go to the outlets all the time. So, I mean, like in terms of just us being from Canada, we didn't get a lot of stuff that you guys got in the U.S. So for us, it was almost like we went to Buffalo to get colorways that we would never see before in, in Toronto. Right. So I don't know, like maybe it was just one of those things that, you know, like there wasn't, you know, lineups or like it wasn't a big deal. Like I was just trying to get an idea as to were people looking out for sneakers? Were you guys even getting pairs at your foot lockers and things like that back then? From what I can remember, we've always had one of the higher tier foot lockers. And like from when I started collecting, it was always whatever the highest tier is at foot locker. But they would get decent pairs there. Other than that, I think the next closest place that would really get them would be uh, like in Syracuse, like closer to Syracuse, mm, and, okay. um, the mall down there. But yeah, I, I guess there really just wasn't as much of the demand for it, at least in like my circle or like people I knew of. And like, I hung out with kids that skated. I hung out people that were playing sports. Like I was kind of like in between friend groups and everything like that. I never really knew anybody until I was like end of high school, like beginning of college that was like collecting like to the level that like I hear of. Sure. Like now it is. So then fast forward to now, then, you know, obviously, you know, you're a big sneaker collector now. And now you're back in Buffalo. How has that changed? So like, are you seeing a lot more drops happening, a lot more exclusive pairs coming? Like are the foot lockers that you used to see growing up getting a lot more stuff than, you know, how it was back in the day? Are you seeing lineups, raffles and that sort of thing? Like is, I know sneakers is mainstream now, but how has that changed from when you were a kid till now? Like, is it something that's really, really popular now in Buffalo or even the time you spent in Charleston? Yeah, Buffalo definitely, um, when I decided to like, I was going to start collecting my foot locker was basically like my plug and being one of like three people that wore 14s. I was almost guaranteed a pair. Like if I wanted it, it was more of like, just sign up for it and go get it. Like I was more thrown off if they were like, you weren't selected, but like, right. it's kind of appalled. Like, what do you mean? I wasn't selected. And I was like, I'm going to go there and figure out who did get selected. I'm yeah. Start yeah. Deal. Like, <laughs> It became a small knit group once I got to know the community. And now we have a couple local shops now. I think we're up to like three or four that actually more like consignment shops in the area. But the culture is definitely growing. And obviously in the last couple of years, probably two or three of those shops appeared. But it's definitely it's picking up. But anytime I go to another city, like I feel like they have 100 more options than I do at this point. We had a, another mall a little bit closer to and like that mall closed down. So it, it kind of narrowed down a little bit, but we have a lot more options now. You know, StockX wasn't in the picture. Goat wasn't in the picture. eBay was always in the picture, but it was like I started off there as well. And then it was like kind of stopped on like the Goat in StockX days. And now I'm picking it back up with everything. So. Yeah, of course. I mean, they had the authentication previously. That was eBay did it, right? So yeah, of course, I, I feel a lot of people now with the AG stuff, everyone's, you know, going back to eBay as well, you know, just because now they can shop with some confidence and knowing that somebody's going to authenticate them too, just like they would with the other apps. So exactly. yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, that was definitely something that, you know, changed the game in a lot of 
you know, like smaller cities that didn't get sneakers. Like even in Toronto, as big of a city as we are, just in terms of like the sneaker availability, I want to say, or like just even the culture, like there was always a culture, but just getting the stuff was difficult. So, you know, these aftermarket apps were a huge game changer for a lot of these cities because now you're able to sort of kind of almost even the playing field because you're able to get stuff that you wouldn't normally be able to get because it just didn't drop in your city, for example, right? So And that custom shipping too, you guys had to face that, right? Oh, yeah. It was... So we have like... Back in uh, the day, customs was a little easier to get around. I'd say one in 10 packages get hit, unlike nowadays where it's it's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Kali, by the way. He's... uh, Kali! (laughs) No, I'm back from uh, working those extra hours so I can buy Rich some uh, Project Rogs. (laughs) <laughs> let's go black preferably yeah. all black no not the neons mm, i'll take neons yeah i'll take those some volt yeah some volt project rocks right yes sir but yeah no so i mean that's that's dope to hear that you know it, it has changed i think a lot of people have experienced that too like with sneakers being as mainstream as as it is now you know you're getting a lot more you know, foot stores popping up in malls. You're getting a lot more of these like boutiques that also pop up as well. Now there's uh resale shops that are in every mall too. Like you can't avoid those as well. So those seem to be popping up, but I mean, like you said, there's a lot more options, you know, regardless of what it is, there's options. So that's good to hear. So, so fast forward again, then, you know, currently in terms of your collection. So I'm looking at your stacks behind you. I'm sure there's a lot more other parts of the house but uh, <laughs> i see i see a, a backdrop of uh, some sticker boxes there but tell us a little bit about what's in your current collection like what are some of your favorite pairs all right so a lot of mine is obviously uh nike and uh, jordan heavy as well some of my favorites are definitely going to be my chrome 19s which are like Ooh. a pair i love to wear They're like that one's for myself like anytime i can find a 19 on ebay that's like a constant watch I'll buy those all day. Like that would be my go-to silhouette if there was more color. You never hear people talk about like the high, you're talking about the Jordan 19s, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like we rarely hear people talk about the higher number Jordans outside of rich, of course. Right. But no, that 19, I do like that 19 too. Like a lot of people, you know, for whatever reason, they don't like the higher Jordans for, you know, certain things. I don't know, but I thought, always thought that 19 and I'll quote, uh, Trev on this is was really sharp when it came out. I like it. <laughs> all of the 19s. I love. Yeah, and you, yeah, you're not talking about the SEs, right? Just the, the one, you're not talking about the one with the laces, the one that has like the, the, like the cobra. Little, yeah, right? the netting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dope. The cobra little cover. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were both dope, but I like the one with the cover. Every colorway, in my opinion, that they drop with that, obviously that black and red. What is it? The flints, the the white and gray. They did yeah. the blue and white, the red and white. I had multiple. Of yep. like the OG colorways in that nineteen. I love the nineteen. Beautiful shoe, yeah. comfortable as fuck too. So they are surprisingly. Yep. And yeah, it's just a clean look. It's just uh, with that uh, mesh and everything, you mm-hmm. can throw that on, and I feel like you can dress that up or just mm-hmm. throw it on with basketball shorts. It's it works both ways. Yeah. But yeah, nineteens. Obviously, uh, the my taxi twelves are like my go tos. Like really. Any taxi colorway besides like the reverse 12s, like that was like the one flop in the series for me. But anytime taxi colorway drops, like that's an automatic count for me. Yeah. And then, um, I promise this was way before the twos that 
are piling up this year, but Jordan twos were always like a nice winter shoe for me. Mm, like okay. they fit me well. That's like my one sneaker that like I'll throw on for comfort with the amount of padding. Like they're just warm. I love that sneaker. But other than that, tens. I have a love for tens. That was like one of my uh, earlier um, silhouettes after I kind of started branching out that I got into. And uh, my like cool gray tens, like not the ones from like 2018, like the the red and black bottom ones. Yeah. Um, those are like kind of my go-to pairs, I would say. Man, I swear like you and Rich must have been like separated right? at birth or something, man. <laughs> like I if I didn't know any better, shit. if I didn't know any better, I would swear that you just stole Rich's, you know, list <laughs> and just read it off, man. Because like, you know, we're talking about twos here, nineteens, tens, like yeah, these are all twelve. Like I, I don't see Rich. I, 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 gotta be I, the I, same I, shape foot or something like that. that yeah, just, like, it makes sense. <laughs> I love the tens. The tens is tens is a number like it doesn't get a lot of love, man. Cause see the thing for me, like the Jordan ten was like the first Jordan that I remember like vividly, like when I was a kid. The steel ten, that's like yeah. my favorite ten. I have the O five retro. I don't wear is that much. the one with the toe? Ca- that's with the toe cap. Not without the toe cap. Yeah, without the toe okay. cap. I seen the ones with the toe caps. Crazy. I'm looking for actually a steel ten with the toe cap. I would love that's, to have. It. Yeah, that is like I'm yeah. this forever. Would love to have that, man. But it's just a pair that just, it has to be in the collection. I mean, I don't wear it often, but I just need to have it. Like, just because it's one of those shoes that are just very sentimental to me. It's like very nostalgic. And like I said, that first memory of of a Jordan is that steel 10. And they're comfortable. They're like walking on pillows, man. I love the 10s. That Just that snug fit, super clean. And yeah, I just feel like they don't get a lot of love, man. I mean, it had some really nice colorways. So... Mm. I'm with you on that, man. 19s and 10s. My guy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Dope. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, also getting a little bit more into your collection, though, but what are some of the more unique pairs that you have? So, you know, is there anything that you own that, you know, could possibly be like a PE or something like that? Or I don't know. You know, is there anything that uh, you have that maybe we don't see too often? So closest thing would be my friends and family, uh, Fresh Prince, Bo. Oh, there's the gold pair. Oh nice. shit! Nice, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got those the M M&M and M twos. Nice. And um, shout out to Connor from Cease Customs, but he made those uh yellow lobster Jordan one molds. Oh Have yeah, you ever yeah, seen yeah. Those? I think you posted and, a picture uh, of those. I got one of those. That's another one with it being involved with Johnny and uh Connor. It was a must cap because it was like two of my friends putting the shoe together. And that's a sneaker I knew I would never have. So it was like, I'm fine with getting the custom close to it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So many people think it's real. Like, people will stop. (laughs) Like, I had people at Full Logger like, yo, I've never seen those in person. I'm like, it's not what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm glad you know what it is. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, how did you come across these pairs? Like, I mean, the M&M 2s, super rare pair. Also, uh, that Friends and Family, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Jordan 5s, like... I think I've only seen who was the who who posted those. I feel like it was like Doctor Jumpman is probably the Doctor yeah. Jumpman has a pair. I think he got rid of, and then there's one more person that's slipping my mind right now. But I don't got a cool story with them. It was really just StockX, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I it was StockX, and then reach out to people I knew that had them. It was yeah. like 
I need pictures of everything, right? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to tell me if these are real or not. Or yep. yeah. So yep. it was kind of going through that way because I really wanted to try to figure out where all the pairs went because I think they're like one of twenty-three rumored. Yeah. I don't know if there was actually more pairs made, but I was trying to figure out where they went, like through the sneaker community, and I could probably only track down two or three of them. So, yeah, no, that's crazy. I, yeah, I remember seeing pictures of those. You know, just I guess like on social media or like on the on the sneaker sites and things like that, and just thinking like, man, those are so dope. But um, you know, I, I feel like Will Smith might have got one or something like that. Like, would that would that make sense? You know what I mean? But I forget. I just forget where I seen those before. It was just probably just that's what I know. That was like for his fiftieth birthday. He made that Instagram account, and he was like doing basically like the rollout kind of through social media of those. It was right at the same time that the ones with the no laces were dropping. It was kind of like a promo for that. Yeah, right, right, right. Super dope. Yeah, no, definitely something that you don't see very often. Love that pair too. Well, and what's even more impressive is that they're pairs you don't see very often, but in a size 14 too. How about this day? Yeah, they're yeah. even more rare. Yeah. Yeah. Like arguably you have the only, you might have the only size 14 ever made in those shoes, right? You know what? From what I've seen, there was one other pair. Because I, I think Dr. Jumpman might be a 13 or 14. But yeah, arguably it's one of two with that. And I know that he wore his pair. Mine's still sitting there like I'm waiting. <laughs> I don't know what I'm waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> but it's getting to the point where it's just like, I got to figure out something to wear these. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. that's super dope. And you know what? That's a good point, Trev. I mean, size 14 is not an easy size to come by. I know one of uh, the homies, Chef Craig Wong, who's the chef and owner of Patois Restaurant, in toronto he's also a size 14 big sneaker guy as well and he always asks me or you know he always you know reaches out to me for some sneaker plugs and things like that like see if if i know any people that might have sneakers that he wants and he's got the same issue too like he can't find anything in his size and it's the retailers don't even carry them in that up to size four. They they don't even carry them up to size 13 most of the time let alone size 14 so he's definitely got those same woes where he's like you know, he loves all these sneakers, but he can't get them at all in his size unless he's going to eBay or the aftermarket apps too. So, you know, I, I definitely feel your pain on that, but glad that you own, you know, pairs in your size, definitely, yeah. you know, a task in itself, but, but is there anything that you're still on the hunt for? Like, is there something that maybe has been eluding you? Maybe you had it, you sold it, something that's been on your watch list for a long time. Like there's gotta be something that you're still looking for. Oh yeah, there's plenty in it. Honestly, it's funny because it, it'll change every day. It's yeah, like, yeah. You could ask me this list in 10 minutes again and there'll be a whole different list. But yeah. definitely, uh, I know we just talked about like the Jordan 10, the steel with the, the, toe, cap. Um, the toe cap. Yep. That, if I could find that in my size, I would buy it. Like within a reasonable, the semi-reasonable asking price, <laughs> like yeah. I'm not even thinking twice about it. But those, the Motorsport 6s, I can't find past 13. Ooh. I would cram my foot in a 13 for those and <laughs> still cannot find a 13. They're out there. But I've never seen a 14 in that Motorsport 6. Um, I knew a I've dude seen that was 15. a 13. I've, I've like, seen a 13 seen. and possibly a 14, but it's in no, the I've oddest seen. of place. It was in China. I've never seen a 14, 15, like you said. There was a dude I knew. Shout out to Mo. Mo, uh, I think he copped East End Heat. One of the guys, he had a size 13. At uh, they're just kicking it for a show of the Motorsport Six, but I haven't seen a 14, 13, and possibly that 15. That fucking shoe is like I've had that shoe three times, man. Uh, the fucking leather on that, 
beautiful butter, 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 butter. And that's what the, yeah, the closest I've come was I found a pair on eBay and somebody's dog chewed off the back heel tab. So it was like, oh. it, it's been that dilemma of like, I've been watching it. I don't even know if it's actually still up. I've been checking a little bit, but I was watching it for a good like year and a half and they just weren't willing to even like budge on the price. Like if I could have got it for under a hundred, I would have what was, probably what was pulled the, price the trigger and then just had tabs made up or something. But yeah, um, I was about yeah. to say, what was the price on them? I think it was like closer to 200 and I was like, like a dog to the back of this. There's yeah, no box. Like, work with me, me. man. Like, yeah, not right. really, yeah. I, I think they were lightly worn. I don't even think like they were dead stock. So like, I don't know where that price was coming from besides like they found them. They knew Jordans are oddly collectible, like in their right. prime right now. And right. that was kind of it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, anybody out there that's listening size 14, if you have any, have any or uh, leads or, yeah, or even size 13, 13. <laughs> 13 to 15. <laughs> any leads for, Greg on that, for sure. Now, I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for you. Definitely that motorsport. Six is my number, man. So I got you. I'll keep my eyes out for that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about, you know, your social media stuff because you run an account called lace underscore differently. And, you know, super dope count as well, because, you know, it's a, it's a feature page. So you're, you're taking shots that other people are taking and they're using your hashtag uh, and you're featuring on them. But when you just go through the feed, I mean, some of these shots and some of the sneakers and everything, it's just super dope. So tell us a bit about what got you into posting sneakers on social media. I mean, I know you're a big sneaker guy, obviously, but, you know, you've got a crazy big following you know, features all the time. So tell us a little bit about what got you into that. It was really uh, kind of when I was starting out my like journey of starting to take it seriously. Like I, I knew I wanted to collect and I would watch YouTube. I'd watch like any kind of social media on it and people would just be rattling off names of sneakers. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'd have to pause, look it up, pause, look it up. And <laughs> like, try to keep up with the conversation like you know like when you get two sneakerheads talking like someone walks by that has no idea what we're talking about it's almost like a foreign language like absolutely no idea yeah so i started my page out really just to teach myself what like the names of the sneakers were and really get like the silhouettes down and everything like that so i wanted to do that and again i had really like Inside of college, I had like friends that collected a little bit, but they weren't like close friends. I just kind of knew of them. So I wanted to, like, when I started collecting, build a community around me of people that I could talk sneakers with. So I started it out because I was following a few pages, a few feature pages on Instagram, but I would like reach out to them and nobody would get back to me on anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I wasn't asking them for a feature. Like, the reason why I did a feature page too was because. I don't have the time to take the shots and I would never be able to compete with like what people are posting. Like <laughs> right. all power to them. I looked at it and I was like, yeah, that is definitely not my lane. Like I can collect and I can network with these people, but like photography is just not my strong point at all. Mm-hmm. So I figured that way, if I started the page, I could teach myself. And then in return, I can start featuring people and kind of building my own network of sneaker pages. And it started out, again, I, like I was a small account and nobody would get back to me. So I was like, I never want to be like that. So I try to keep up on my, you know what I mean? Like on the DMS, if anybody's asking questions, like it's hard 
when you get 40 like i'm a chinese reseller and like all yeah, this right, stuff. Right. Like, you got <laughs> yep. all that but like anytime someone reaches out to me like i get back to them it, like i make sure i follow like back up with them whether they're trying to start their own page or they're just asking me a question or anything like that the only ones i'm not responding to is if they're trying to put an order in because right. <laughs> so many people skim through and just see like the price Mm-hmm. and like the release date and they're like yes. oh yeah i'll take this size so yeah yeah all of that but it was really it just kind of started off as like if i could do this and like have my sneaker page somewhere else and then like my personal page so that way i'm not forcing like sneaker shots down my family and friends throats <laughs> right. like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want your like pity like because like you feel obligated to like it i was like <laughs> i want to meet people that actually like what i was doing and yeah kind of yeah no, and, and, and I love how it's formatted because, you know, like you said, you talk about like the colorway, the models, you even put, you know, the retail price of what the sneaker was, you even put the release date as well. So if people were curious as to, I've never seen this sneaker before, when did this drop? And then you actually have the date that's there. Or, you know, if it was a pair that, you know, maybe it was like a sample or something like you would just put unreleased or something like that. But either way, it, yeah. it, it teaches people about the sneaker. So I like that you do that and you kind of take what you've learned from yourself and then you've added that into the the caption as well so that people can also learn with you, right? So Yeah. But yeah, no that's super dope and what is the meaning behind, you know, the name of the account and also like using the hashtag as well? Like tell us the importance importance of that. So I just kind of came up with the name voice differently like out with my friends like I was trying to obviously figure out something that wasn't already taken and like I already yeah. like trying to keep laced in it. So it was like identifiable with sneakers. Mm-hmm. It felt like my first 75 attempts were taken. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I don't want to be like so-and-so like two, three, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I yeah. just, I wanted it to be something unique and eventually like I ran out of so many options. I was like, I just need something different. And I was like, lace different. And I was like, that's working. But I was like, that sounds kind of weird. So I was like, lace differently. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. So it's stuck. And at the same time, though, it was like, I knew like I came from a complete different background. But then even a few people that I knew of, we had complete different lives. And I was like, well, it's kind of cool that like sneakers is tying us together. And like, we're all going after the same sneakers. But it's like, I love learning people's like, kind of hobbies and stuff through their shots too Mm -hmm. like when someone incorporates something else that they care about into their sneaker shots you get to see that whether it's like you know graffiti backgrounds whatever like the coffee cup in the morning like it's just like you get to you get to know the person behind the shot and like eventually then like when you start talking to them like you build that friendship and everything and it, it was kind of building a community worldwide really it for me it was like i want to meet a people through different states and then it was like oh my god people from canada are following me and then it's like germany and all of a sudden it just kind of like spiraled out of control but it was in such a good way that like these people are complete different walks of life right so i wanted to kind of build that community i love how you tied that in together because it was like you know you're right we all are tied together by the same love and passion for sneakers but we all are different in our own way. So it's almost like we love sneakers, but we love sneakers differently, or we're all laced up, but we're all kind of laced up differently. So it, it plays in really well with that. And I just like how that's evolved as well. So I just thought that was really unique, um, how you kind of took that feature page, but you also incorporated, like you said, 
all walks of life as well. And, you know, all those shots are different in their own way, hence the name Lace Differently. So I thought that was unique. But I mean, outside of your feature page as well, we kind of alluded to this earlier, but uh, you also do a couple of shows, a couple of IG Lives. So one of them is with one of our former guests, Mr. Miller. So shout out to Kian, but uh, you do one with him every Wednesday, which is called um, If the Shoe Fits, right? Yeah. So we've been doing that since really the beginning of COVID. It kind of started out organically of like he had me on like Miller's Corner. Mm -hmm. And me and him started our feature pages at the exact same time. So he was one of the first people I like really met kicking off my page. We were both making feature pages at the time, but it was never like a competition of like, I'm going to outdo yours. Like I always look at it as like, there's plenty of room for 20 other feature pages. Like I'm not trying to strangle anyone out of like, don't build one. Or I I always encourage people if they want to, Mm -hmm. it's just like, I explain it's a lot of time. Like it it was a lot of time posting, like setting that schedule and like building that momentum that like Instagram used to require. But I always encourage people to do it and I would send them whatever they needed, whether they wanted the layout, the hashtags, whatever. It was more than willing to help them out. But we started that and we always kept in touch. And then he was starting to do like the lives and that was so far out of my realm. Like I hated public speaking. Yeah. I hate, I, I was like, there is no chance. Like you lost me. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll support it. And he asked me, I know for a while to come on and I half agreed to it a couple of times. And then I was like, ah, I can't do it. Like I would like keep canceling. So right. eventually he talked to me. It was like, really like COVID, like when all the communication, it was like, you couldn't go to Foot Locker anymore. Like you lost all that sneaker interaction. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. From that point, it was like just kind of building that comfort level of being live. And like, now it's kind of like, I'll talk to people and I like forget that I'm live sometimes. I'm just like, <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. it's it's such an afterthought nowadays, but it's funny because a lot of times when we try to have a guest on, it's the same thing. It's like, you ask them and they, you can tell if they don't go live a lot, they're very hesitant. And like some people it's just a deal breaker for. So it's a lot of breaking that, but to get the show started like i went on miller's corner and we did that show and then after the show i was like you know that wasn't too bad if i keep doing it we'll be good and i messaged him and i was like yo what do you think about like me being on like we do a regular just like weekly show or every other week and we started doing that with a couple topics and it was just me and him and then like everything else we kind of just organically evolved into once you could get a third host on and fourth host, it was like, all right, we got to get, we got to get guests on and we got to mm-hmm. get what well, we wanted another host. So it just worked. And it was like some weeks it's like you're running home to do the show. And it's like, you guys know what it takes to do a yeah. show yeah. consistently. So like it's a headache at times, but it's kind of an unwind. Like sometimes you're racing to get home. You're like, Oh God, like, I got to get home when it's like, it feels like an obligation. But then as soon as you start talking sneakers with like people, you forget that. And it's kind of like an unwind. And now I look forward to it on the weekdays. And it's just like, kind of gets you through the week, breaks it up. It's kind of just nonstop evolving. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you there. I mean, and you could have fooled me in terms of not liking the public speaking and not doing the live thing, because, you know, when we've catch you on it, like you're definitely on there giving your opinion and, 
you know, I never would have guessed that public speaking or, you know, being in front of a camera was not your thing. And it could possibly be just, you know, the connection that you have with Miller and, and, and that chemistry yeah. that you guys have together, you know, like you said, when you talk sneakers, you kind of just forget all that stuff, right? Yep. You just almost treat it as if you were chatting, you know, at a sneaker event or whatever the case is. Right. So you kind of forget that altogether. So I'm glad that, you know, it has evolved and you are bringing on guests. We actually had the honor of being a part of one of your episodes too last year. So I believe it was Rich, Trev and I, we also jumped on to one of the episodes too, but, you know, explain to people what, you know, maybe the people that haven't listened to it before, seen the live before, like what's the format exactly? Like, what can they expect to see when they're tuning into one of your lives? We kick it off. We always will post the topics usually a day before, if not a couple of days before, and who the guest is going to be. Yeah. And a lot of times we try to at least get the first two questions, like regarding the guest, if it's a customizer, mm-hmm. kind of giving them the platform to speak and get to know someone that may not necessarily just go live by themselves. Right. And really kind of put them into the spotlight and let them show off whether an artist, a customizer, anything really involving sneakers, clothing brands Mm -hmm. will offer up. And then whatever trending topics we have, obviously with sneaker news, it's it's a lot of hypotheticals and we get parts of information. So it's kind of fun because when you get things like parts of a story, you get to go back and watch it. So like you'll, You may see us like on one episode where it's like, oh, we only knew this much. And then it's like, oh, whole next episode. It's like everybody's opinions changed. Right. Because this end of the information came out. So Mm -hmm. just topic based. And then we like to kind of have like we throw like one fun topic in there of like copper drop or top five favorite ones, something like that. Top five favorite collabs. So try to keep it light, but informative and everything like that. And it's really it's people just speaking from their experience. It's we love having the interaction in the chat and everything. So normally we're at 8 PM Eastern standard time, usually run till about like 10 o'clock on Wednesdays. Yeah. It's dope. I mean, uh, for anyone who hasn't caught your lives, I mean, obviously if you don't know Mr. Miller already, he's very animated, very, you know, yep. <laughs> uh, he's a character in himself. And then you have Greg, who's sort of like the more laid back. So they almost kind of work well together because you have, Kian, who's who's like really loud and, and boisterous and you know just very animated and then you have greg there with his opinion but he's also very laid back so i just like that dynamic and then you kind of throw the guests too so it is an interesting listen so if you haven't caught their episodes make sure to tune in I believe it's every wednesdays you guys have it right yep, yeah everyone. but you also do another one too which is state specific show right yeah so me and gabriel Fosen started that one we are on our like first season right now and we're actually going to be wrapping up two more episodes for episode 15 for like season one of it but that one is more of questions are mostly the same because Mm -hmm. what we do is we go to a different city yes each episode so we're trying to basically dive into the local cultures like we want to know about these one-off sneaker shops that you know if you end up in some random city Mm -hmm. Ideally, we want to like visit each city. So no matter where we go, we know what shops are there. We're building a map that way. So yeah. it's called state specific. And we kind of like built it around like a road trip more or less. And um, just trying to give the guests their time and to speak through their experience. Kind of what I was doing with like the feature page of like letting them show off their shots. Like 
I want to give somebody else a platform to like speak on. And like, if I can present that with like my following and help them out, then that's kind of like where we're at with it right now is just trying to really get everyone to network. And sometimes people don't know everybody in their city, especially like these bigger cities. So to get people to meet up and everything like that, that's really the end game goal of trying to connect everybody and get to know everybody around like when we're in the area. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that concept. I, think, I thought it was really dope because, you know, not only are you, you know, highlighting a, a specific mm-hmm. state as well, or even like cities within that state. Like, I think, you know, as sneaker enthusiasts, one of the things that we do, even, you know, when we travel is, you know, you look up all the sneaker shops, right? Or yep. you look to maybe some of the people that you know on Instagram or through social media and, you know, maybe try to do a meetup or, you know, try to find events or things like that that are going on around sneakers. And, you know, you kind of highlight that with that show is that you're you're highlighting these sneaker enthusiasts in those specific states or cities and, you know, highlighting the key things, you know, sneaker related within those states and those cities, which is super dope. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun building that network of random shops and everything like that. It's a lot of that information you'll look at, too. If you look up in a new city, you're like, ah, oh, this one looks good, but could have been the worst one that you went to. So we're just trying to build that unofficial map of, you know, the sneaker shops and everything. Well, it's cool because you're right. Like there are shops that like you just don't know about. Like as an example, one of our followers, uh, he's from Australia. I'll tag him in the in the post, but it's like DWJ7, I believe it is. I'll, I'll look up the name later. But he did like a trip in North America. So he did, um, he went to the West Coast in Canada. He came to Toronto and he was asking me, where should I go? Like what shop should I go to sort of thing, right? And it's it's exactly what you're talking about, right? He was talking about like some resale shops that were in the city, right? He's like, oh, I've been reading this is a good one. Like, should I go here? And I was kind of like, if you've been to one resale shop, you've kind of been to them all, right? <laughs> like, you know what I'm, <laughs> you know, like I, I said, it's a resale shop. So like, you know, they're going to have stuff that you maybe don't see every day, but is there anything special? It's a, it's a retail space with some kicks in it, right? Like I, I recommended he went to OD Toronto as an example, right? Like, right. Go. I was like, that's going to be something you want to see. Like you may have seen that they did like the murals when the Raptors were in the playoffs and they won the championship, right? Like that would be like an experience store to go to. Like you should go to the, what was the old Jordan store, like that kind of stuff, right? Like where it's like, okay, there are sneaker shops in the city, but here's the ones where you definitely want to take a look at those. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Trev, too, because when I travel, I'm not just looking for, you know, the resale shops, even though I will, I will visit them just to see if there's anything that, you know, I may be looking for that's on my, you know, grail list or something that might pop up at one of those stores. But yeah, like a store like OD Toronto, not only did they have that mural when the Raptors were in their playoff run or so their championship run, but they also have like a section where it's like Supreme box logo wall, where like they have like a ton of rare Supreme box logos, or they were one of the only ones I believe to have every single one of the Supreme decks. And they displayed all of them throughout their store. I think they were like one of maybe two or three people in the world that had every Supreme deck that released up until that point when they opened the store. And a lot of them are displayed in the floor as well. So they've got like a glass floor 
where all those decks are as well. But, you know, a place like I went to Hawaii recently and, you know, there's everyone asked me, oh, did you go to Truist, like a store like Truist? And not only do they have sneakers and, and whatever, but they have like bare brick collections. They've got like all this rare stuff that's there that you wouldn't see normally at, you know, like a foot store or maybe even just like a, a regular resale shop as well. So I like those experiences, like you said, Trev, and, you know, being able to tap into the local guests from those specific cities, you know, they're kind of giving you that inside info to those spots as well that you may not know have known if you weren't from that city or that state, right? But yeah, I mean, just speaking about the community in general, I mean, what you do with your feature page, as well as, you know, your shows that you have with Mr. Miller and uh, also a state-specific show, you know, you do a lot to bring the community together, which, uh, you know, I love. You started off in your journey as like being one of the people that were, you know, that was trying to learn, you know, models, sneakers, all that stuff, history, whatever the case was. And now you're doing the teaching as well. But what do you think the direction of the sneaker community is, uh, you know, what is the direction that it's going in now from your perspective? You know, with, with it blowing up the last couple of years, it's just gotten so out of hand. Like everybody's a sneakerhead. We can't get our hands on anything. But just interacting with people through like Instagram and seeing like everybody's like intentions that are truly involved in the sneaker community. I really think we're going to start like dialing it back to not necessarily like the olden days, but getting it back to like a normal level of a community again. Mm -hmm. And there's so many options. It's like, if you're struggling to find the good in the sneaker community, it's like, you've got to figure out who you're talking to or who you're around, because there's a lot of people out there that are pushing to always help out, whether put on shows, put out the content, Everywhere you look, there's good. I think it's heading back in that right direction. We're starting to rope it back in, but Mm -hmm. it's very frustrating for, you know, these pop-up resellers overnight that think it's like a get-rich scheme and you're just, you're like, okay, they're going to fade out. And like, you can even see the difference of the people that have been reselling. Like, it's almost like a necessary evil in my eyes. It's like, do we hate the reseller? Yes. But also, are we hitting them up the minute you miss on them? also yes Yes, so you know it's there's a place and if people are doing it respectfully and it's not all about a transaction i think we're getting closer to getting back to those days but it's going to be a year or two before everything kind of settles back down from like the covid days yeah no that's a good point i mean like reselling like rich has even mentioned it too like uh, a lot of people have mentioned it you know reselling is just something that you can't get away from even if it's like not yep. even just sneakers you know what i mean like it's just it's been a part of just whatever has been popular since you know long before sneakers was even a big thing like you know back when we were collecting baseball cards like you go to a baseball card show, you're not getting a card, you know, unless you got it in a pack or you pulled it from a pack, you, you're paying resell for that card. You know, whether it's uh, concert tickets, if it's sold out, you're paying resell for that. Comic books, whatever the case is, if you got a hobby and it's popular, then somebody's reselling it or making a profit. But I think, you know, you made a good point. It's that as long as people are doing it tastefully, there's, you know, you're going to see the people out there that are going to be exploiting you know, the sneaker community, right? So they just see that it's popular, that they see that there's a demand for it. They may know nothing at all about sneakers and you kind of can see through that. They just know what is high demand and high resale price, right? Like anyone can learn what the top 
selling or the, the highest profit margin sneaker is on any aftermarket app, right? But if you ask them, like, what's the importance of the sneaker? Like, what, you know, why do people want it and whatever? They won't know. They just know that people want it and it costs a lot of money. So they're going to exploit it. So I think you brought up a good point in terms of, you know, those people will come and go, like they'll be there and it's kind of hard to get rid of them, but you know, they won't last very long in the community that we're trying to build. Right. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I think it's just a growing pain, but I think it also sparked a lot of interest too. on like the outside of it, like sneaker community, like quadrupled in size, but there may have been people that may have never fully like gotten into it or been like, you know, I was interested in it, but I never really thought about going down that lane. And mm-hmm. hopefully that ropes more people in and, you know, seeing shops like with the lost and found ones, like we kind of got back to that. Like, I know you guys just talked about it, like the old raffle entry system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that feeling again of like, just trying to enjoy each pair and like building that collection. It's really more of like, stories of the sneakers like yeah there's a lot of sneakers behind me but like a lot of these boxes i look at and i'm like oh i remember that show or oh i remember who helped me get this and it's mm-hmm. it's really that journey of collecting more than it is of my collection in my eyes yeah no that's a good point too i mean like it's not just a pair of sneakers like you may have gained friendships you may have gained yep. your knowledge or history about something that you never had before so you know i like that you know all the projects that you're working on you know, have that aspect and you're almost, you know, creating that positive space for a lot of these collectors out there to, you know, use, you know, maybe your page to learn about it, you know, tune into your shows to learn more about the sneaker community. Uh, So even if they are, you know, somewhat new to um, sneakers, you know, they can find or speak to somebody like you, like you mentioned that you'll answer DMs when you can, right? But, you know, what else can we expect? I mean, without giving away too much, I know, you know, there's a lot of planning that goes into, you know, your shows and your accounts and all that stuff. But without giving away too much, you know, what can we expect to see from, you know, your IG accounts and your weekly shows? Uh, are any special guests you guys have queued up, contests or anything that we should be looking out for? Any new projects you guys are working on that we should be aware of? So that's what um, we should be kicking off contest at the end of the year for a sneaker giveaway. Well, I'm working with Miller and CJ the Sneaker Fiend and a few other people. And we are kind of wrapping the planning stage of that up. But hopefully we're going to give that away live on our Instagram. We're very hesitant nowadays to do that. And Mm -hmm. that sounds bad, but like there's so many people that are putting up fake giveaways and everything. Like that whole lane has been destroyed. And it feels like people don't trust your page then. Like I was doing it for a while, so we got away from it and that was kind of where it is. So we'll give away product once in a while, but it's very heavily monitored. Like we post who won it and make sure we like get a picture with them, like having the product. So people know, but right now we are building more or less like a collaborative group called Scuff Productions. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is it's going to be like-minded shows signing over them and helping them grow their show, whether they do a live weekly, whether whatever they're doing. So we're kind of offering almost like a mentorship and a partnership. So whatever they can bring to the table, we're just trying to help each other grow and provide other shows. So that way, ideally we're hoping by like the end of next year to have like four or five shows where we have almost a day every week or like each day of the week covered in shows. So 
we have the state specific show. We have Kicks and Drip on Tuesday with Gigat. And then we have, if the shoe fits extended sizes, Rick Dub is going to be starting towards the end of this year. And then we have Aaron from uh, Front Page Shoes, who's going to be starting like a Jeopardy and Sneaker Battle show. And he's going to be doing a couple other things. So we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. That page is scuff underscore production. If you want to check that out, we try to share everything there, but that's really, at the end of the day, it's basically a channel over all our shows. So that's dope, man. I'm looking forward to it. I know you guys are always working on something. So thank you again for sharing, you know, all of that. We're giving us a sneak peek because, uh, you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, there is a lot of work that goes into it. Things like contests and giveaways can get lost in the mix, especially if it's, if it's not done in the right way. So, you know, I'm glad that you, know, you are giving back, but at the same time, you're making it as legit and transparent as possible. So yeah, that's super important, but thanks again, Greg. I mean, thank you again for jumping on. I know you've had a quite a hectic schedule the last couple of months, and I'm just glad to finally connect with you and, and you know, we're able to hear your story because you know, we've been trying to get you on for a while. So definitely appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. And again, congratulations on the hundredth episode. That's huge. And I know, I know what you guys put into it. And again, with editing on top of that, I guess I really don't because you guys <laughs> got to go one more step. So congrats to you guys. And uh, thank you. I can't wait to see the two hundreds. Thank you, man. Appreciate the kind words. Appreciate sure. it. Thanks, man. Yeah. The editing's uh, it's an extra layer. That's that's for sure. <laughs> Trev, Trev is the real MVP. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it's funny too, because it was always my it was my morning show to like to go to work or like on the way home. Like it would just be it would be like a 15 minute ride. So like I catch, you know, quarter episodes all week. And then now it was like in between moving. I, I think I missed like 10 to 15 episodes. So like I'm working my way back now, so I'll get there, but I'm going all the way back to one. I promise. I want to see this show from uh, episode one. So, uh, Thank you, man. Appreciate, the, appreciate, uh, yeah. appreciate the support, appreciate man. It, man. Yeah. Yep. Glad to hear people are listening to it and enjoying it. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Do we have any shout outs before we head out? Yeah. You know what? I got one. I'm going to shout out the homie Rushy Grant. AKA Ryan, AKA Rushi. <laughs> Gotta kneel me actually, every time, Kev. Every time. I, just, <laughs> I love the pronunciation. I think the other one was Dino. Kai called you out on the Dino instead of Dino. But no, shout out to shout out to Ryan because he actually came by because I assisted him on those off-white fives from Omnis in a previous week. But he came by to pick those up. But he also dropped off a pair of sneakers for Rich's son. So he was asking if we knew anybody that was a size nine and a half or whatever in sneakers. And I said, Oh, I think Rich's son is, is that size. So uh, he actually dropped off a pair of sneakers for Rich's son, but at the same time, he all just also dropped off some homemade edibles and a little bit of greenery. So <laughs> shout out to him. He didn't have to do that, but I did test them and they're a one quality. Rich. Of course you did. <laughs> but yeah no i definitely appreciate when somebody can make that stuff because when people like when colin talks about like growing weed and all that stuff that's like so far from my comfort zone like i remember the one time when my neighbor when i was living in toronto my neighbor downstairs like i was living in a split level townhouse at the time and my neighbor that was living below me he was going away for two weeks and he's like you need to babysit my plants and i like literally had an anxiety attack every single time i thought i was going to kill his plants or whatever he had this huge setup in his house and 
I was just so nervous to do anything. Get a four by four tent now and do it all automatic. It's like a toast mini bake oven, man. (laughs) See, everybody says it. Everybody says that. No, it still makes me nervous. But like, dude, you got to learn the science. Yes. You can do measurements yeah. and you can do mixtures of things. Trust me, I fucking suck at school. But like I can do this. So everyone I can, can do this. I can grow weed like a chicken. Well, grow I weed. Mean, grow now weed that like I'm older, I'm actually getting kind of good at school, the book learning. But you know. <laughs> but back to, to Rushi. You know, I I definitely commend people that can, you know, grow their own weed, you know, make their own edibles and do all that other stuff. So yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thanks. I just want to shout them out for that. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll probably pick it back up that two cap. So salute to him. He hit me up and was just like, "Yeah, I got these." You know, asking about these shoes and said your kids this size. So I'm like, "Yeah, cool. I'll take them, man." So I, I definitely appreciate it. That motherfucker. He ain't the motherfucker is my son. He had him been acting right anyway. So he, might he, doesn't, even get those. he doesn't deserve anything right yeah, now. Yeah, he don't. You don't deserve <laughs> nothing. So appreciate you though on that, Greg. I always shout out the guests, Greg. Appreciate you. Thank you for. Jump on, chop it up with us. Stories are great. I think the best part, like you said, sometimes it can be tedious. I'm probably being a bit selfish because, yo, Kev and Trev are the real MVPs. They've been every fucking episode. So I can't even say shit. You know what I mean? Because there's times I'm not even here. But salute to these guys. But as you said, I think there's times, you know, we work, we got family. Some of us, we get busy. It may become tedious, but I think a lot of times, even for me, when I feel like that, I'm tired and I hop on. Once we start talking sneakers, I'm even just to see these guys. You know what I mean? It's just, that's all out the window. So I do co-sign what you said in regards to that. It does sometimes, you're tired, sometimes it's tedious. But I think when we get into the thick of the conversation with sneakers, it makes it all all worth it. So appreciate you. Thank you for, you know, joining us. And it's always an honor just to have, you know, guys who, and and the females as well, that are willing to, you know, hop on the podcast and, and chop it up and, and talk kicks and it's just been beautiful just to see, you know, the the support and just the community in terms of how it's grown and being able to talk to individuals from all different walks of life. I think for me, that's probably like the biggest takeaway is just to hear all the stories and all the, you know, fuck, I may, I may have seen you down the street. We might not even talk, but here we are talking sneakers. So I just, I love that aspect of it. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you for, you know, jumping on and chopping up with us and, I, Motorsport Sixes, I got you. I appreciate I'm that. Man. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that on the radar, man. And shout out to the homie Miller, man. Salute to that guy. That's my guy right there. Like Kev said, a little animated, but yo, I love it. So salute to him, man. And, and even what you guys are doing with that whole thing, more props to you. So appreciate y'all, man. And you guys as well. Like, I mean, you guys have really been putting in the work too. Like, if the shoe fits fits show, typically we record on Wednesday nights when you guys are on. So typically yeah. I have to I have to catch the rerun the next day. I feel like you've been doing that for years, which it probably has been. But I think you said you started that during COVID. So coming up, like yeah, years. it's coming up on two years, like probably next month, I think is about two years. So, so yeah. like you guys have been like it's like it's you like guys those. put that out every week yeah like it's basically the same time we've been doing the podcast like you guys are out with that every week and like even the other like the uh the state specific show's been going that's a little bit newer that's, but yeah that's only a couple months but yeah it's a little bit more formatted that one but it's still like i mean for like for everyone to have to make time like every week like it's it's not easy right like it's a it's a commitment on everyone's part to do it so like shout out to you guys because t- two years and basically i think you guys are every week right or for the most part you're basically yeah, pretty every much week, every right? week once every in a week. while like Holiday time will probably take off, but yeah, um, yeah. other than that, 
Yeah, we usually got someone covering, if not. 45 to 48 weeks. Like, that's pretty good. Like, that's a time commitment. Yeah. So, like, kudos to you guys on that as well, right? 100%. I always say, man, I think, you know, a lot. Of, I mean, even with the podcast and just with COVID, it, it propelled a lot of this for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I love it. Like, the way I look at it is, like, more the better, you know, because yeah. everybody's shit is different. Like, I, I just love the fact that, you know, everybody is putting themselves out there more or less than anything. So it's just, it's beautiful, man. So thank you once again. And my last shout out, salute to fucking Kali. I finally got my fucking invite. Actually, yo, Milt, shout out to the homie City of Death, man. He DM'd me and was like, yo, nah, you know, we didn't, we didn't. I'm like, yo, I was, I was fuck, I was joking, man. <laughs> but shout out to Kali. He extended the invite. So I may take you up on that because I would be a real asshole if I complained about it. And then I didn't fucking show up when you didn't invite me. So more than likely we'll see me on Saturday. Well, I'm not that much of a time. dick. Hamilton <laughs> calls Hamilton Foodie Club. So I, I honestly After, saw the group uh, chat and I was like, I bet you Rich is not going to be able to go whenever, whenever Colin plays. Nah, I made it. I made it a point. I made it a fucking point. I'm like, I'm going because right I gave after him the Portugal game. It's going to be a good time. Him grief. Good food. I'm excited. But yeah, salute to Kali, man. Finally got my invite. And City of Death, of course. It's probably it's pro- he's probably the reason why I got the invite. <laughs> salute to him. Salute to him. I started the group before anything. Ah, fuck out of here. <laughs> I got a really big today, made that group, went on the internet, started looking at all the restaurants. I was bringing them all up. All right. I'll see you on Saturday anyways, Kali. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shout out everyone who's doing countdowns right now. So Canada Got Souls doing the CGS to 2023 countdown. We've got our Can I Kick It chats also doing some uh, doing a mm-hmm. countdown for our guys. I love it. Like I, I love these year end countdowns. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I said at the beginning of the month, I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do it. I just don't think I'm gonna have the time. And day one rolled around, and everyone posted pictures, and I had the worst FOMO. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, oh my god, everyone's posting. Fo- I, I gotta get a shot off. I gotta do something. The pressure, <laughs> Trev. The pressure. It was literally my whole feed was those countdowns. I was like. Well, I, I gotta get involved in this somehow. Like I, I, I gotta, I gotta at least put some photos out there. So I've been, I've been making an attempt to take some sneaker photos to join these countdowns. I, I can't do it every day. It's, it's a little busier than during COVID in the last two years when I've been able to get shots off every day. But I've been trying to make an effort to participate where I was definitely not planning to. But I mean, shout out to everyone who's still doing that because like the world's back open up now and like to still have time to go out every day, take a sneaker shot. And some of these shots are pretty detailed too, right? Like they're not something where like, you know, some people are just, you know, participating, taking the shots at the front porch. The one I took of the SBB lows yesterday was at my front door. So sometimes sometimes that's all you have time for but uh, like shout out to everyone that's like i can see some of them are going out like you know uh kamal bandit claws he went i saw he did the uh the air jordan three tinkers i believe it was mm-hmm. yeah, yeah uh he went out to like he took some shots in the woods recently like a yeah. couple days ago like those were sharp oh like, there's oh, some there's some real effort being put into these yeah, shots motherfuckers is out there man <clears throat> yeah actually, oh, wait trev so, so, are you still so, working so, from home or I am, and there's no excuse. Like, I should have time <laughs> to go out. I, I 100% agree. I just feel busier where it's like I don't I'm, I don't have the time that I used to to actually, like, just go out and shoot this stuff. So I should have time. I work from home. No excuses. But I'm, I'm well, another excuse that was, would have been, can't you wear sneakers to your work? And it would have been like, yeah, I can. If, so if I could, like, well, why, why did you take a picture? 
when I was working in an office and I could wear sneakers, 100% every day I made an effort to take a photo because I always had something different on my feet. Now, I sometimes I don't leave the house, which is the other <laughs> issue. So, y'all want to see the socks I'm wearing every day? I'm more than willing to participate in a countdown like that. But a lot of them are going to be this are going to be, you know, I have a lot of Nike crew socks. So, I, I like if you want to see the same like six <laughs> crew socks, you wore those yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's way less exciting with crew socks, I promise you. <laughs> This yeah, guy in his pajamas all day too. Like, oh shit! Podcast. Got to put on a Nike shirt. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get dressed every morning. I don't put on anything nice when I get dressed, but I put on like I get out of my pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, brushing teeth is optional, though. Brushing right? teeth. Is optional. <laughs> I was just about to say that shit, Kevin. Just about to say that, man. But uh, I, I agree, though. It's it's great to see the shots. Shout out to Falsy. Falsy shots, I'm really loving. They got like, look like he got snow out. What he had again? Cal- is it Calgary? He's, he's, he's in Calgary now. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Falsy. Um, I always, I always like his shots in terms of that that countdown piece. So, salute to him. Captivated souls as well. I see yeah. you in the white cement, the white cement threes. I see you. May we were just talking about that too. May. Let's go. Uh, Let's Greg, go. any shout outs for you? Yeah, I got a shout out. The Scuff team. We're kind of just putting it together. So beginning stages, but everybody's been putting in a lot of work. And shout out to Miller and Rick for holding down the show tonight without me. And um, now I got to go back and watch that. So <laughs> see what I missed there. <laughs> but other than that, thank you again, guys, for having me on. So big shout out to you guys. And if you ever want me to help advertise or anything like that, just throw me the flyers for anything. And, you know, you got my support on anything. Dope. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, means a lot, man. I'm not here to shout out the Jordan One Pandas. <laughs> Do not call them Jordan One Pandas. I will slap Dude, them. They, they, I'm yo, calling them they Jordan One Pandas. Even, they better not. They've already started. I'm calling them that for a better long time. Better not now. do that. I want them now too, just so I can say, yeah, I got the Jordan One Pandas on. <laughs> I actually do want them, boys. So, oh, oh man. This motherfucker, man. Oh, my gosh. We, we it's going to happen. Um, it's, yeah. I might even get, like, like really happen. kawaii panda laces and put them inside, too, with, like, oh anime panda <laughs> Oh, my gosh, man. This dude. But one thing I will plug before we go, just putting out there for our listeners, we do, we got something coming in terms of a grocery store flex uh, holiday edition, you know, details to come. But I just want to throw it out there that, we got something cooking. Yeah. So we have a yeah, we tuned. do we have a giveaway to close out the year too. So yeah. Yes, sir. Stay tuned. Details will be on uh the IG account, right? Mm-hmm. You had that at SneakerCon, right? The yes. Um, yeah, yeah. We did a little like so I've been thinking about doing that for like a year and a half or like the feature page. I was like, <laughs> what if I just like set up like a fake scene and like people come over and just like take a shot? And then it's Yo. like, I have a hundred people to like feature at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey. So it was always my idea. And I saw you guys were doing that. And I was like, yo, I love to see that execute. <laughs> and I, we need more of that at SneakerCon. So uh, big shout know. out on that. And like, keep doing that stuff. Cause that's really what we need at the end of the day is interaction and not really transactions absolutely yeah yeah. and if you want to run with that idea you're more than welcome to man oh yeah run with it yeah i might try to steal part of that yeah figure something out (laughs) yeah but we have you guys credit in the background (laughs) thank you man we have a contest to end out the year so more details coming on the ig account for sure yes sir 
Yeah, Greg. Yeah, I, I know you commented on our post when we did that at SneakerCon. Yeah, like just trying to get interaction at the show, right? Like we gave away, like we got a couple new followers from that. Like you know, just trying to take trying to take that to SneakerCon, right? It's less transactional. It's kind of like, hey, come talk to us at our booth, right? Okay. And that's it. And that's like exactly like what like we try to do with our pages and stuff. It's like get people to interact. They can take a cool shot and it's like something you can remember or look forward to like at each time. Like that was my goal of setting up the lace differently, like background and like, and be like yeah. themed on the city, kind of like what SneakerCon does with that. But like mm-hmm. kind of focus more towards like my page or features or, yeah. you know, like fake setups like that. So yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. And the whole thing about ours too is like, there's instructions you have to follow, right? Like there's like four things that we had, like a little write up that we had on our table, right? You yeah. kind of, the, the whole idea of it is that you had to kind of talk to us about it, right? A lot of people did walk by, which is fine. But like the idea is, is that it, it becomes like, you see it and you're like, what's this? Like, why, like, why do you have snacks? Are you selling these snacks? Like, can I buy a bag, <laughs> a, a thing of chips for five bucks? Like, oh, and they ended up, oh. and they, all the stuff was empty, but like, I mean, you know, it, it's more, <laughs> Bro, more I, the I sold a few things. You did, but like for the most part we had there, but like the idea is it's transactional, right? Like you have to, or sorry, not transactional. The idea is, is that you have, like it's a conversation starter. Like yep. you have a, a thing of food here. Like what are you doing with this food, right? So yep. guys, for anyone who's new here, if you haven't gone back, as Greg said previously or earlier in this episode, make sure you go back and take a look at our episodes. We have lots of guests on or lots of previous guests. We've had some good people on. Uh, as we've mentioned, Miller's been on before. So I think he was episode like 26 or 27, something like that. I'm pretty close. I'm pretty close. I'm pretty close. That's impressive. You know know what, too? And I'm throwing, I'm fuck, I'm probably speaking for everybody. I apologize. But we definitely got to get you, Miller, and uh, shout out to Omi rigged up. We got to, we'll probably, we'll look at doing something in the future, getting three y'all on. Um, I think that'd be pretty ill. That'd be awesome, yeah. Yeah, I know man. you guys do the the like this or that episode. Like we got to do one of those. We might. We, yo, oh, well, I like that. Yeah. Oh, I like you that. Go. Col- might have col- to bring you back for that. Okay. Yeah. Col- collab, collab, collab this happen. or collab and guess this or, this or that is going to be a thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. If, uh, like if you guys haven't noticed, new. yeah, the this or that episodes are probably going to be collab going forward. We're, we're trying to bring people back. I, I like that idea, Rich. That's a that's a great idea. Hell yeah! So. We'll definitely be tapping in. I think it'll be dope to, to get the three out long, man. So stay tuned, people. <laughs> and Miller's episode was episode 26, guys. Ooh, Just, oh, look at you. This guy. Couldn't tell you what episode it was today, but hey, it was episode 26. <laughs> Guys, as always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure you use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature and lace differently for a potential feature as well. Let's go. go. (laughs) You can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Kev, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, Kevin K. Man. Collie, where can they find you? Find me on IG at The Collie Life. Rich, where can they find you? Find me on IG, GrillStatus13. And Greg, if you want to shout out your pages and anything else that you want to shout out for everyone to follow. Absolutely. The feature page, as I said before, was laced underscore differently. And then my personal page is St. Greg the Terrible, all one word. Awesome. Greg, we appreciate you jumping on. This was a lot of fun, man. Absolutely. Great time. Thank you again, guys. Guys, everyone stay safe and be well. We will see you all next week.